Hello, my dear friend. Thank you so much for watching and connecting. I am Gian, the founding pastor of Victory Church from Odessa, Texas. I say hello to you. This is our episode number 23 of this study from the letter the Apostle Paul wrote to the Romans. And now we are reading from the ver chapter 9, from the verse 19 through 29. We are reading in the easy to read version. You are more than welcome to join us in the website bechurch.us to follow the previous episodes, to listen to them. You can do it also on the YouTube channel, the Vimeo channel, and of course on, on the podcast if you prefer to do that. So we read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Please, Lord, guide us through this study. So one of you will ask me, if God controls what we do, why does he blame us for our sins? Don't ask that. You are only humans, and you have no right to question God. A clay jar does not question the one who made it. It does not say, why did you make me like this? The one who makes, makes the jar can make anything he wants. He uses the same clay to make different things. He might make one thing for special purposes and another thing for daily use. One of the common questions we all have in some point is, why do I look this way? Sometimes we question God about our uh, lineage, our heritage, what kind of family we come from, uh, nationality, uh, attributes, and many things. And the thing is, until we figure out that the Lord God is the creator and we are his creation, we will stop doing that because he has a plan. For whatever reason, he decides some people will be this way and other people will be this way. He is the creator. Our job is to accept his will, but that is not what you want to hear. That is not what we all want because somehow it's like we refuse to accept the reality of our existence, the reality of our lives. We are like, mm -mm, I don't like this. Why is it that other people have so many things and I have nothing? Why is it that some people are so blessed with this and that and, and not me? I don't like it. We all feel the same way. But honestly, until that final encounter that you will have with the good Lord, you will come to peace to whatever, whoever in all the characteristics of your life And just, just be grateful because after all, it's the life the Lord gave you. And He has a plan for you. He says that, it's, it's, it's written here that He has made some for special purposes. So let's continue reading verse 22. It is the same way with what God has done. He wanted to show His anger and let people see His power. But He patiently endured to those He was angry with. People who were ready to be destroyed. He, he waited with patience so that he could make known the riches of his glory to the people he has chosen to receive his mercy. <laughs> God has already prepared them to share his glory. We are those people, the ones God chose, not only from the Jews, but also from those who are not Jews. As the scriptures say in the book of Hosea, the people who are not mine I will say, they are my people, and the people I did not love, I will say, they are the people I love. 
So you see, it's all matter of acceptance. It's all matter of understanding that he is the creator. And as a such, he has plenty of power and authority to do whatever he pleases, which is the other thing that a lot of people don't like. Maybe you are one of those. You question God because you say, something is not right in this picture. I disagree with that. Respectfully, God. <laughs> well, we can disagree. We can be against God's will. That doesn't change anything, really, because he is the king of the universe. This particular portion is talking about, it's a very important piece of the Christian doctrine, the biblical doctrine and theology, is the fact that we are his creation. You are God's creation. He is the creator. Therefore, he is the authority. Whether you like it or not, whether you accept it or not, whether you believe it or not, There is one God, creator of heaven and earth, who was, who is, and will be. The one who is in control, in full control of everything in the universe, even those things that you think are out of control. Even when there is evil, even when there is a disaster, even when there are so many bad things going on in a community, in a family, in a country, in the whole world, even then, He keeps being the ruler of the universe. That is a big contradiction when you are thinking, well, if I try to please God, why he doesn't do what I want? <laughs> why he doesn't give me what I need? You know, it's not much that I am asking. You know, those people are multimillionaires. I only need this little amount of money. It's not fair. You know, all these people have all those things. I just need my healing. <laughs> Everybody has tons of friends. I just want one person to love. Why is it that God doesn't give me that? That is the, the battle that we have in our souls, arguing with the good Lord, trying to reject his will into our lives. Is that your case, my friend? Or you have arrived to that place in your life when you say, you know what, no matter what, He is my God, He is my Lord, He is my King, He is the King of the universe, He rules the whole universe, He rules the planet, He rules the country, He rules everything I do, everything about me and about everybody else, so I am going to accept His will and I'm going to praise Him anyways. That is the right attitude. That is the right attitude, my friend. When people finally come to that place of accepting that He is the Creator and we are His creation, that He gives the orders and we obey His commands, that He is the one who says yes and no and maybe or later, He has the authority. When that happens to you, you, first of all, will be at peace with the current conditions of your life. That doesn't mean that you cannot ask that good Lord to intervene and do something for you. He will, because it's His pleasure to bless His people. Did you read that? He says, those that people say, I don't love them, or they are not mine. They are mine now, and I love them. Yes. Verse 26, and where God said in the past, you are not my people, there will be called children 
of the living God? And that is a very important question. What is exactly a child of the living God? Because there is a difference, you know, between being creation of God and becoming a child of God. And what is the difference? The difference is in understanding that He is the Father. Not just God, Creator, the Maker. No, He is the Father. And the Father actually sent His Son, Jesus, to die for you. And those who, by the power of the Holy Spirit, which is the Spirit of God on earth, receive the revelation that they need forgiveness and they repent and they see that Jesus is the Savior, those are the ones that have the right to claim, I am a child of God. Isn't it beautiful? Verse 27, And Isaiah cries out about Israel. He says, There are so many people of Israel, they are like grains of sand by the sea, but only a few of them will be saved. Yes, the Lord will quickly finish judging the people on the earth. It is just as Isaiah said, the Lord Almighty, all-powerful, allowed some of our people to live. If he had not done that, we would now be like Sodom and Gomorrah. So by the grace of God, you receive constantly the message that you need to change, the message that you can come to senses, you can come to the light to live a righteous life. Paul has been talking in this letter to the Romans many things about doctrine, probably the most important part of his exposition through the first chapters is about that believing is the key in order to be saved, in order to be forgiven. So at this point, he has already developed the whole doctrine, the whole fundament of our faith. And he also, and you can check that in the previous episodes, he also came to the argument of why do we do sometimes fight against God or the fight in ourselves, the flesh against the spirit, and how he, Paul, confessed, you know what, sometimes I messed up big time, like I do, like you do, showing his humanity and also his uh, humility. And then he says, but at the end, when the spirit of God triumphs in us and we surrender to him, we are going to be doing what is the right thing. And this is the most important part of this whole idea of how the grace of God works in you is that because he has done everything and we just receive the gift of salvation, eventually when we learn to overcome the flesh and we become more spiritual, fulfilling the word, fulfilling the commandments, fulfilling the law, doing what is right, is not anymore a burden and is not too difficult in fact because you focus on doing what is right. Not like those who struggle with the idea of, no, there is no God. We are the result of an explosion or aliens or whatever. And then they go in that path and they become individuals like the people in Sodom and Gomorrah and those places and those kind of uh, lifestyle that are totally anti-biblical is not 
God's will for anybody. The Lord wants all of us to repent. The Lord God wants you to repent, to change, to do things right. And you don't need to do anything other than receiving the love of God in your heart because the power of the Holy Spirit is coming down right now to you. Just take a deep breath. Do it. Yes. Receive the love of God in your heart. He's not accusing you. He's not condemning you. He is reaching out, trying to make you feel loved. The perfect love of God will cast away all fear, rejection, and hostility, and also bitterness and revenge. All those feelings are going to go away once the perfect love of God fills your heart. You are changing and you see the glory of Jesus in your life. That changes everything for you. Thank you for watching. I hope to see you next week. Have a wonderful rest of your day.